Welcome. Welcome. Everything that's hot this summer. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash and Tony Squires with you. Just one hour to share in which we will speak to Chris Gale. Is he a good bloke, Chris Gale? Champion bloke. Is he? Great guy. I must admit I didn't think that initially. <laughs> I might put that on him, actually. <laughs> I do you to or say your that. First, you know, opponents uh, in any sporting contest. Or, yeah. or you have perception about people, don't you? Around politicians. Uh, Correct. You know, just general people on TV. You, you don't know them. but you Never just, judge a book. That, exactly never. right. Yeah. So, so your quality. perception based on the fact that he was a kind of get a showman. Yeah. St- yep. Overconfident. Yep. Yep. Arrogant? Yeah, I might use another term later on. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll see whether I'm allowed to use it. But, uh, no, nah, he's, a, he's a good fella. He'll be good to talk to. It will be good. Well, I, I don't know what he thought. Does he know what you, that you think that about him? Or I thought you were going to say, does he know me? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he, he might be answering the call. We will talk to him next on the KFC Summer Session, right here on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash and Tony Squires. We went for the new Zing and Double from KFC, the legendary double. It's back with two Zinger fillets. Good times. Uh, Cashy, Bernard Tomic, we've talked about him in the past couple of days, had uh, that great win over yeah. Novak Djokovic. He went on again last night, backed it up. His preparation for the an Australian Open is looking really good, isn't it? Yeah, no, he's... Uh... He loves playing. He loves playing in Melbourne Park. He loves the centre court, and um, he's, you know, I think, I think the, you know, everything that's gone on is actually, you know, in recent months has actually focused his attention. He knows he's, uh, you know, he's got to do well here in Australia. Everybody's watching him, and mm. and it's a good thing for him. He focuses his attention. He plays good tennis. Yeah. And Leighton Hewitt had a loss last night, though. Yeah, yeah, Leighton. Well, he's going to be a bit rusty. You know, he's. Uh, I think he Leighton's at that part of his career where, you know, he needs to get a good run on matches. He's missed so much tennis over the last few years. And I know, because I was in a very similar position where I kept getting injuries all the time, and you never get a real run on. And uh, your form just sits fading away. But Leighton, once he gets going, uh, you know, we know how great best competitor I've ever seen on a tennis court. I mean, mm. it's for long distance, long time. I mean, Rafa's a great competitor, but, you know... Uh, Leighton's been there for a, for a long, long time. I, I think he'll shake some people up. Now, I don't know if he'll really beat you know, Djokovic or Murray, but he'll get close. He'll some beat some of those other the guys, you know, the Del Potros and Songers mm. and those sort of guys. He'll really trouble them. All right, so we, as we move into the, the majors, there's always a story around, isn't it, about the, when we compare men's tennis and women's tennis and uh, and what should happen and how much they're being paid. All right, is it, it the stat that, you know, uh, in majors that pound for pound or time on court or whatever, that women actually, their, their pay is higher than men? Yeah. Is that, that be Which right? is an interesting point, as you say, as we move. It seems to come up, this discussion around tennis annually almost, yeah. around the majors, and, and just recently I think it's been uh, suggested again that women have fer- fallen further behind in the, the, the gap, I guess, in pay, in not just in tennis, but in, general, in, work in general workplace. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, dentists are the, the big winners if you're a male and the big losers if you're female. 14,000 $400 difference in, in first-year earnings for dentists, apparently. So, Between men uh, and women. Yeah, that that's, uh, that doesn't odd, seem right. It? But what, what's your thoughts on that, that tennis argument at the Grand Slam? Yeah, it always comes up. It comes up uh, frequently. Well, but of course, equal prize money now. So the men yeah. and the women get the same. Um, during, this, during the year, the prize money in the men's circuit is much, much higher. So they get paid, paid uh, higher wage for the tournaments. Um, when it comes to Grand, grand Slams, of course, uh, the, the, the argument is... Best of three versus best of five. Of course, yeah. the men the are out there playing four or five hours sometimes, and and uh, the girls well, with three sets, it's probably maximums about three hours are going to get, maybe a bit longer. But some of the guys are going five, and 
Um, I can think that's a fair point. Um, you know, the women, the both guys, both are paid very well. I don't think they can complain about the pay. Mm. But I, I'd like to see, and my point is, is I'd, the women, this argument's going to go on forever until the women start playing at least a five-set final, um, the five-set matches throughout. If they want to be equal, they've got to play equal. There's, there's, there's no... There's no men's and women's marathon distance, you know. There's no men's and women's triathlon di- distances, and and you know they've got to go and play a five set final. And I want to see Serena Williams play out there playing a best of five set match against yep. Sharapova. I mean, this is what we they're is the it, best in it? the world, and they're getting the, they're getting the, the big million dollars. That'd be fantastic, I think. And some of these matches have gone in six one six love. There's a, quite yep. a few of those over the years. And um, it's a totally there's no game, why. though, isn't it? Over five sets. Yeah, in, absolutely. Yeah, it's fair. Fitness really comes so, into so it. So, could you have a final of five sets in a tournament where the lead-in, the preliminary rounds, and the and the quarters and semis were only three sets? Uh, I think so. I don't see any reason why not. It's a final. It's uh, it's a big thing. It's a grand slam. It's the you know it's the biggest uh, yeah. title of the year. And being a play at five sets, and, and I think I think everybody would like to see that. Mm. All right. I think it's absolutely valid. Uh, you are listening to the KFC Summer Session. Next, we are going to speak to this man. Some room again. Oh! Anything that travels that far should have a flight attendant. And that's the end of it. Chris Gale. Gale going deep. A man out there on the boundary rope. It's over his head. And it's in the air. It's gone. It's gone. Back, back, back. And a far way back. Starts with a six. This girl's trying to make something happen. Make Brad Haddon get angry, perhaps. And that's gone out to deep cover. Man coming in. He's taken the catch in his fingertips. At least the Thunderseat fans seen Chris Gale do something for his money. Huh? Will Adam Gilchrist tell Chris Gale what he once thought of him? What's <laughs> <laughs> next? This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M, and he's one of the greatest uh, batsmen to watch anywhere in the world Absolutely. when he's on fire, and it's just a great pleasure to welcome him to the show. His name is Chris Gale. Chris, thanks so much for being part of the show. Uh, thanks for having me, man. It's a privilege always to do these sort of things. No problem at all. Now, uh, you're, you're in Perth, ready for what's coming to the end of, I guess, a disappointing season in the Big Bash for the Thunder. Uh, last time, you your performance was so brilliant. Have you saved something up for tonight that uh, will, you know, change everything around? Yeah, I hope so, to be honest with you. I'm trying to spice up something tonight and, you know, trying to entertain, you know, the Perth fans. You know, I'm sure they would love to see some fireworks, for sure. And, you know, like I said, I was a part of them for you know, a couple of years ago. And, you know, it would be nice to actually give them some sort of treat and more so even get a win for the Thunder, which, you know, we have been struggling a lot. So hopefully we can get at least one game and, and, and win in chat. Gailey, it's uh, Gilly here, mate. Yeah, you're right about... You did play a season for the the Perth boys a few years ago. I'm still a little bit dirty about you defecting over here to Sydney, mate. But, uh, <laughs> mate, um, you talk about spicing it up. How spicy is it with Brad Haddon at the moment, mate? I'm enjoying this little public tussle you got going. Have you, you spoken to Hads directly at all since the uh, the dismissal the other night? No, to be honest with you, I haven't seen him to be honest with you. Um, you know, but you know, at the same time, you know, like I said, you know, it has happened before, and, and it's all gone. And, and you know, like I said, that's I'm just that's not a person to actually look forward and you know forget about what happened. And you know, like I said, just get on with the cricket to be honest with you. But that was uh, just a banter, and you know, <laughs> these things do happen in cricket. So it's just unfortunate. They, the, only, they, the only unfortunate thing was um, the comment which he made when he got out, which I didn't know yeah. about until later that night. Yeah, well, you, you're right, they do happen. I remember you getting me out once and you're dancing around pointing to your pocket in your trousers and I didn't know why until later we, 
<laughs> we had a drink and you tell me that's where you keep me in your pocket. No. Yeah. Uh, You're yeah, a big so... one, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to keep it. But it's been a different pocket today. I've got to keep it in a different pocket. Right, I'm still tucked away and I reckon Hadge needs a beer with you because I actually thought on the field you were one of the bigger wankers I'd ever come across yeah. but, and, until we had a drink. Until we had a drink. Now I know what a legend you are. But it, uh, you all think good it's fun. A, you think it's a celebration, Gilly, that you upset you? I mean, he's pretty famous. He's, right. Usain Bolt's got... Uh, I know you're mates with Usain Bolt. Do you... Do you practice any celebrations? They're, they're getting almost as famous as uh, as the, the sprinter himself. No, I don't practice those things. I mean, like I said, things just come across to the mind, and I just go according with it. To be honest, you know, it just happened at the moment. You know, it's just the moment, the later moment, or what comes to mind. It just kind of go with the flow. To be honest with you, and depends on the occasion as well. It's all good fun. Have you dragged a few of the boys around and show them, you know, apart from the cricket, uh, how to enjoy themselves on a night out? And I see like Adam Zampa, who's a great little uh, leg spinner on the way through. I reckon he's only twenty. Uh, have you taken him under your wing, uh, shown, shown him out and about <laughs> on the town? <laughs> Zampa the lion. I call him Zampa the lion. The lion. Yeah, man, I like him. And he's a great kid. And he's very young. And he has ball well. You know, um, given the chance and. He actually grabbed onto it and, you know, have done well. But I'm sure these guys know how to, to enjoy themselves. You know, they don't need me to actually <laughs> show them around, to be honest with you. I'm sure they're very capable of doing that on, the, on their own, to be honest with you. But like I said, it's good fun being around them. And, you know, it's good fun sharing destiny with them as well. Will we have the joy of seeing Chris Gale uh, in future Big Bash leagues? Oh, for sure. I love the Big Bash, man. Come on. Lots of zinger. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the double zinger. The double zinger, the double zinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good fun. I mean, I really enjoy it. I, I mean, I like Australia and I love Australia and I want to play cricket in Australia. So I really do enjoy the big push. So if one's given a chance again, I'll definitely look forward to be a part of it. Well, look, we look forward to talking to you anytime we can and, uh, and watching you play. It is a great a joy. As somebody who hasn't actually shared a stage with you, uh, certainly watching what you get up to on the field is fantastic. Just, just yeah. on, that, on that sharing the stage, Gary, remember that, that one time we batted together for that World Eleven? We'd been waiting a long time to bat yeah, together. Yeah. and our, What a <laughs> highlight it was. We, what did we get? One glove punch in in between and over? One and the... glove punch in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so mate. We raised quite a... Quite a lump sum of money, though. Oh, I think <laughs> one, one, one run. <laughs> one run, yeah. And I must admit, uh, it was me that got out, unfortunately. So one, one dollar, yeah. I think it was to the tsunami fund that was raised. Yeah. About, about was sixteen good. million in the night, and I contributed one run, one dollar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good fun, though. Cheers, man. Chris Gale. Thanks so much for being part of Thank the show you. and uh, being part of our summer of cricket. Enjoy it. Cheers, buddy. No problem. Cheers, I'm serious. There he is, Chris Gale on the KFC Summer Session. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Should Australia win uh, the test they're currently playing against Sri Lanka? That's Mike Hussey's final one. He is currently the holder of that great office. I don't know if it's the second highest office in the cricket team, is it? The, the singer of the oh, team song? I think song? so, yeah. It's pretty up yeah. there, isn't it? I'd imagine. Uh, he's going to pass it on, and we've set out as our poll today. Go to triplem.com.au. Who should it go to, that amazing honour? Now, there are four options. Uh, Peter Siddle, Matthew Wade, Davey Warner, and David Hussey. Sure, he's a long shot, given that he's not in the team. But yeah, you know, he's related, so it could happen. So the results are in Gilly and uh, Cash. You know, uh, I, what have we got? Well, I'm going to go from well, I wipe him out immediately. David Hussey, but it's still got 11 percent. A sneaky 11 percent. Wow, Australian charity Obviously listening. Huskey, David. Well done. Uh, followed by uh, the wicketkeeper Matthew Wade at 22 yeah. percent. Uh, yes. Davy Warner just pipped him at 23 percent, and the man who should, according to the people of Australia, take over that enormous mantle, even 
though he may well be rotated out of the team as a fast bowler, <laughs> is the great Peter, Peter Siddle. Siddle. Sid the, gets the vote, uh, 44%. The leader of the attack at the moment, isn't he? He's yeah. the, the spirit of the team. And yep. I think, Pat, you might have uh, made reference off there that has there been a, a fast bowler yeah, as the it? custodian of the song, and I don't believe yeah. so. So that has will be a, a spin bowler? Has it been a bowler? No, I, I don't think. But David Boone, uh, Rod Marsh prior to that, yeah. uh, Boone on to Ponting. Ian Healy, uh, Ponting. Um, well, there you go. What would be embarrassing, wouldn't it, if he, if, uh, if he did pass it on to Siddle and he got rotated out the first, <laughs> first test? And, and the, other, the other question mark around the fast bowlers is, um, are they intelligent enough to know the words? Sorry, Pitch. They're quite complicated, those words, aren't they? They are very complex words indeed. There it is. It's Peter Siddle, all for... This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session for the New Zing and Double at KFC. Double the good times. It is hot across Australia today mm. and predicted to get very hot over the weekend. I know you, Pat Cash, are going to be playing tennis in Adelaide. Mm, in Adelaide in, like, 60-degree heat. Yeah, I'm only playing some mixed doubles now because uh, the old, the old knee run. hasn't pulled it. Do you run you, much in mixed Well, you got off somebody else on the other side. Martina oh. never had a lover. Oh, handy. She, handy. Yeah. handy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> she'll play against Martina Hingis and, and Mass Philander. But if Martina says yours, you go for the, the lob, chase it down. I'm going to have to do that, really, aren't I? It's going to be. She's royalty. It's going to be. Exactly, she is. It's going to be very, very warm. Uh, Which made us think yesterday we were talking uh, about jobs, or the other day about jobs in extreme heat. What are the worst places to be working? You know, boilermakers, we've heard from (laughs) anybody working on a tin roof anywhere. Uh, Good luck to you. Uh, And thought today that maybe there's some people who are camping or, or blokes who are perhaps better than the three of us in terms of inventing ways to make their space cool. Uh, Innovation is the word, probably. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. I think there's got to be, when that that extreme heat wave comes through, particularly when it's unexpected or unpredicted, if you Mm -hmm. like, and and you're just not prepared for it, camping's the one. I I remember a a mate of mine... uh, we were we were looking for a way to keep some uh, beverages cool, yeah. and uh, the the uh, power had gone down, so all the uh, fridges, aircon had gone. Uh, made good use of. We used to have these cricket bags that were we called them um, hard coffins. They were these hard bags that put all the gear in to protect it when you're getting thrown on and off of planes and mm-hmm. so on. Uh, emptied out. Oh, oh, this is while I was playing all my best cricket gear, and just got the ice and chucked it all in there, and that that became the mobile uh, stubby holder for a while to keep it cool, but. Uh, I love it. See, I'm not the kind. Of, my wife, as we speak, you know, she calls people the, the hire a hubby if we have to change the light bulb. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to come up with the right yeah. thing if there's a problem with it. You know, in the house and it's hot. Yep. I'm not going to come up with that gee whiz idea. Mm. So we're trying to find that person. Are you out there? One triple three five three. Look, here's here's when I went to the, the the internet just to see if there was anything interesting. Yep. Uh, and then, I'm not sure I really understand it. it. Says try a heat snorkeling system. Take a glass and fill it almost to the brim with ice cubes. Hold it up to your mouth and blow gently into the cup. The ice causes the air you're blowing into the cup to cool down drastically, and since the air only has one way to go out of the cup, the hole which we should now be aiming at your face, the cold air is forced out over your skin. Oh, wow. I mean, that's complicated. That's and, very complicated. And not Where's very social ice? You just put the ice? No, it's in the cup. It's not very social. You're sitting there. <sighs> I'm cool. Yep. Okay. <sighs> 
Well, everybody's thinking not. Well, this is inventive. It is. We want the person out there. Innovative methods of keeping your space cool. This extreme heat. Was it Homer Simpson set up a tenant outside the fridge? Or something like that. They're the ideas we want. Exactly. Practical applications to get you through the difficult times. One triple three five three. What have you got for us, Australia? This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. The KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash, Tony Squires. We're talking. We're looking for people who are smarter than us, really, who may well have invented some way of keeping uh, their space cooler in this extreme mm. heat. Uh, it's not always easy to keep cool. Nope. Maybe some, something a little bit, uh, you know, out of the box. Uh, Vanessa is called one triple three five three. Good day, Vanessa. How you going, guys? Uh, good. Good. Thank you. Hey, keeping cool. Um, get a face washer, mm-hmm. run it under the cold tap, put it in the freezer, mm-hmm. and then take it out and put it on your face and neck. Oh, wow. Cool. Works a treat. Mm-hmm. So, so you put, do you try to put it in the freezer flat? So when it comes out, or, I mean, it's, it's a big it hard brick when it comes out. It? <laughs> yeah. right. doesn't, doesn't really matter. I normally stick it in a plastic bag scrunched up in a ball. Oh, oh right. Right. And then the wow. face and the neck. That's good. Yeah. All right, all right, Vanessa. Well, I'm going to try like, that. I'm going to try like that. the frozen peas on the on the torn ligaments in the ankle when you roll it. Isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> what about Fiona? What have you got for us? Um, I uh, had two massive glass doors at the back of the place that I lived in, and um, it was going to be like 44 degrees or something. So I went down to the local construction sites, mm-hmm. picked up all the um, two-inch thick construction frame that was in the rubbish and made like a big patchwork across all the windows, and um, it kept it oh, between 10 and 15 degrees cooler in the house. Wow, that is good. Can, can you talk me through construction foam? <laughs> construction foam. <laughs> well, um, sorry, Fiona, but you have to. <laughs> it's, it's like polystyrene foam, but on steroids. It's like two inches thick. Oh, so you're just blocking out the light. I was just yes. coming in. Was it cooler just because it was pitch black in the house? <laughs> Did you run into things? <laughs> no, no, there are things called lights that you can turn on. Oh, can you just things. explain lighting to me? No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mario. We love it. We love it. That's good. That's good. I'm going straight out to find construction foam. This is the KFC Summer Session and you're on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. And we're doing it for the new zinging double at KFC. Double the good times. I need a little mm. bit of a... a Gailey loves the double zinger. Oh, <laughs> he keeps like bringing him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason he comes to play in the Big Bash. Yeah, the double zinger. to do with the cash, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, like Hadge thought. Yeah, correct. Uh, I've got uh, just a little... I don't know, problem that maybe you too, and I, somebody on 13353 may be able to help as well. I've got a two-and-a-half-year-old son. Now, I've, I've had two older daughters, right? Okay, they're 25 and they're 21. And yep. no, at no time during their upbringing did we have this same problem as I have with Harry, who mm. uh, is two-and-a-half. Behavioural issues? Or? Uh, yeah, he's got the usual kind of tantrum thing. Uh, he has that down. Oh, yeah, but that yeah, yeah. yeah. just goes with the age, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. We yeah. expect that. But there's a bit of uh, dialogue that he's become slightly <sighs> obsessed with. Uh, there's one particular word that is now oh, no. the biggest word in his vocabulary. Yep. Uh, it, it just somehow finds its way into every sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that word is poo. Hmm. Uh, sorry, but I have to just say it. That's what it is. Uh, every sentence. Every sentence is poo. So if you, wow. you know, ask Harry, what do you want for breakfast? We'd fix in poo. <laughs> uh, honestly, that, that's, that's what it is. Wow. Uh, uh, I'm reading this story, uh, Goldilocks, last night, and he kind of finished this thing. So and I go, you know, the big burly papa bear, and he'll go, papa bear poo. Um, <laughs> papa bear poo and baby bear poo. Uh, and I'm just, you know. Important word at that age, well, isn't it? Well, it seems to be a very important word. And, mm. and so much so that he's now brought it into um, 
his musical repertoire as well. Right. So uh, around Christmas, and look, and Harry, I, you know, when you turn 21 and, I, and this is played again at the 21st, <laughs> don't blame me, uh, but this is Harry. I, he managed to record. I was just recording it for the, you know, the grandparents. Shared to send it around off. the family. Yeah. yeah. And my father, Merv, as you know, the uh, ex-former policeman Policeman. and lay preacher, Mm. uh, very thrilled to hear this rendition of Twinkle Twinkle. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star I wonder what you put Nice! Chip off the old block. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He moved straight from there, of course. That was a medley into Santa Claus is Coming to Pooh, which was terrific as well. I I don't know. Have either of you gentlemen, I know you've got sons. uh, uh, Cashy, I don't know what you've done. Have you uh, any experience with the the word Pooh? Well, not so much Pooh, but my my oldest son um, was obsessed with butter. Well, he just hated butter right. the other way around. He just absolutely, and, and nothing, could never, mm. and still to this day, nothing with butter. Yeah. And I remember as, as uh, little kids, we had a few of the fr- his friends around, and uh, we had a beautiful meal, and dessert time was coming up, and I always like to make a bit of a practical joke. Say, okay, kids, you ready for a great dessert? You want dessert? Yeah, 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 come on, you want dessert? I'm going to get the best dessert in the whole world. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to have dog poo sandwiches. Oh. And the kids go, oh, and my son goes, oh, it doesn't have butter on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one with the problem with the word poo. You need to cl- include that, but you've, you've been trumped by the young fellow there. That's gold. Uh, that brilliant. <laughs> uh, look, my, I'm trying to think back through my children and their... The, the most current one, I suppose, recent time is is young Archie. He's about five and a half, and mm-hmm. along the words, uh, along the lines of the usage of of the word poo by uh, your young Harry and mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cashy, his use of the <laughs> word poo, um, uh, ball sack, ball <laughs> sack, prominent wow. word in Archie's vocabulary, and, really, uh, to the point where uh, after the. Uh, Cricket team came over for a, an infamous party to celebrate Ricky Ponting's career. Michael Clark sternly told him, uh-huh. "Don't want to hear you using that word anymore." He oh. sent him a little video clip, you know, oh, on his he? phone, mm-hmm. saying, "Do not, Archie, we're mates for life. But if I hear you saying that, we're no longer mates." And that culminated in Archie recording his own video back to pup, uh, hips gyrating, holding his pelvic area, saying, "Ball sack, ball sack, ball sack." <laughs> So the boy the desired will, effect. He will play for Australia. <laughs> this is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. KFC Summer Session on Triple M with Adam Gilchrist, Pat Cash and Tony Squires. All for the new zing and double at KFC. Double the good times. Cashy, do you still play the guitar? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, not really. I don't on stage I'm not I'm not good enough to be I'm not Eddie Van, Eddie Van Halen by any means but Are you, you know, good I can enough play. to play on air for us sometime yeah, uh, if you yeah that's a yes. Really that's yes. 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 Well, really I've, I've actually of turning the, the, yeah, the viewers off. You, off. you, you were uh, not with us in the, the first couple of weeks of this oh. particular show, and uh, unfortunately, you wouldn't have had the uh, the uh, pleasure of, of my uh, beautiful tones on the the harp. Oh, yeah. the oh mouth do organ. you? Yeah. So oh, I think I like love it. Bob Dylan learnt from him. Really? Keeping, and I also amazing ability to talk while I was doing <laughs> it too, which was um, interesting. Oh. <laughs> A few suspicious oh. listeners out there, but the magic of uh, radio. I think to to have you on air playing. Uh, your favourite tune or whether it's heavy metal or some ballad or something. I think that's something yeah, we could look well, forward to. Some kind of riff that we could just work out if we actually know. You know Smoke on the water. <laughs> Stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, we, we could do something. Yeah, you played um, you in various bands at times, didn't you, though? Well, with people. I, I, so I'm a, I sort of 
um, we end up getting together. Some you know, tennis players get together and do something for charity or and uh, have a bit of fun. That's about it, really. I don't really have a, a band as such. I just get up with. I've learned over the years the secret to be, getting a really good band, to, to, to having your own band or whatever, is to get real, get a band or really good musicians. Yeah. And just join in with them and just yeah. play along. You know, it's uh, I can play along with just about just about yeah. everything, yeah. and that's that's or, the secret. Or really. if you're Michael Slater, have a few red wines, and then get on stage with Jimmy Barnes. I think that's how it works, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'll remain quiet there. Yeah. I encouraged him to do that on the night I was sitting next to him. Really? <laughs> Sorry, I did, you know, really. Sorry, Mick. <laughs> get up. Uh, oh, all right. Mistakes. Can I just ask you then, of all the people, because we see Brett Lee and Six and Out, and uh, he's he's pretty mm. good on. He can play both, you know, guitar and piano. He's, yeah, he's yeah, talented, yeah. talented musician. Does for sure, bit, does a bit of that. Uh, was John McEnroe? Does he play a bit yeah, as well? He, uh, yeah, he plays a bit. Uh, Mark Butcher, the cricketer yeah, from England, he, very English good cricketer, guitar, very player. good. But Jim you know, Courier, he was Jim Courier, good drummer. The the one who's made the most success by a long way is Yannick Noah, the Frenchman, the black Frenchman who won the French yeah. Open. Yep, he is known. In 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 France, amongst the younger people, yep. as a rock star, they don't even know him as a tennis player. Okay. He is so popular that he sold out a hundred thousand people in a, in a show in in hour in an hour in the Stade de Française, wow. which is a huge stadium. Yeah, in an hour, no. he is absolute superstar. Sells out any French speaking country. Yannick has Noah. his own band. Has his own band. He's got albums. He's he's a great. Right. He's a great. He's a great singer. He was going to come out. He got injured. He was going to come and play play in Adelaide, but. Uh, wow. Well, next He's week I'm going to play reggae, some. We'll play some Yannick Noah, but, but yeah. for now we can play some Brett Lee, I think, can't we? Yeah. Has he played that in the dressing room, Gilly? At all? No, nah, that one didn't make it through. I apologise for my statement saying that he was a talented <laughs> musician. That that, that oh, six and out Binger was great in that. That was his yeah. his uh, uh, Indian Bollywood number one. with the uh, Bollywood. Uh, Huge Bollywood singer, uh, yeah, that, an elderly not, lady who's a household name over there, but um, not so big here. And uh, but yeah, he probably he might not have sold much over here, but he probably sold what a billion yes. records or yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. a billion. Popular in India, yeah. Mister Gilly, Mister Gilly. Yeah, You're okay, I would imagine. Yeah. All right, this is the KFC summer session. Okay, the, your your challenge uh, remains next week to tell us more rock and roll stories. Okay, every, love them every day. Love them. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, if you are in those uh, hot conditions, make sure you look after Stay yourself. Yeah, listen to all of the warnings. Get out of the house if you're asked to get out of the house. Hope everything's good and safe and we see you on Monday. Bye. The KFC Summer Session for the new Zing and Double. The legendary double is back at KFC. Good times.